Welcome to the Million Dollar Body Podcast with your host, Nate Palmer. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Million Dollar Body Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Nate, and today we're talking about white rice versus brown rice. Which is healthier? Does it make a difference? Why should we even care? And if you're here, it's probably because you're a high performer, a real estate agent, or a business owner that's interested in maximizing your physique, your finances, and your family time using fitness and nutrition as force multipliers for your life. If you're not part of the Facebook group, definitely go to n8trainingsystems.com group. That's where we stream these podcast episodes every Monday so you can join and ask questions. There's a ton of cool things happening in the group and a massive amount of free content I'm putting out on a, on a daily basis. Check that out. So again, go to n8trainingsystems.com group and join us there. If you're already in the group and you're watching this live, we're excited to have you because we're going to be talking today about this one time that I went camping and brought some stupid food. I want to tell you that story here in a second. So before we get started, one of the things that I love to do is give a shout out to the people who are working hard in the Million Dollar Body Group. One thing that I love about the group is that it fosters an environment of hard work, intensity, relentlessness. So I want to shout out right now, Troy Beardsley. Man, this guy is hitting his hills. It's, uh, it, I think Arizona right now is going for a record of most days over 110 during the summer. We are holding the record and we're not even out of August yet. And Troy is still out there getting his hill sprints in. That's beast mode. I want to shout out to everyone else in the group right now who's, who's going out and hitting their hill sprints. Paul Reilly, Eric Kelly, Brian Olson. I know all you guys are out there getting it in. And I just want to say I appreciate that so much because I know that hill sprints aren't for quitters and they're not easy. So if you're out there doing them, I see your results and I see your intensity and I appreciate that. Keep it going. <clears throat> all right. So let's get into it. Brown rice is healthier than white rice, right? It's brown. It's got stuff in it. It's got some fiber lower GI, like glycemic index, right? Like we should, like, is the podcast over? Should I just turn it off right now? I can if you want me to. But that's the, that's the fitness party line. Brown rice, eat brown rice. Like bodybuilders like eating white rice and they're, everyone's telling you, hey, Mrs. Jones, you need to eat brown rice and you need to have some broccoli with it and then probably have some chicken breast, make sure it's overcooked and extremely bland. That's called a healthy meal. Here's the thing, that's a load of horse shit and I want to tell you why. I want to tell you. I want to tell you about it. First of all, though, I want to tell you a story about a time that me and some friends went camping. We were probably, I don't know, let's call it 21, 22. So we went camping, and I was like, yo, guys, I got the hookup on some, on some food. I'll bring the food. Don't even stress about it. So we got the camping. I started a fire, and they're like, what's this food all about? I pull out a rack of ribs, like boom, we're gonna have some ribs tonight. Now, if you know anything about ribs, you know that it's really good to have like a barbecue or potentially an oven, maybe both. I know some people will cook them in the oven first, then put them in the barbecue to finish them. Maybe put them in a smoker, four, five, six hours. Now we are camping in a dispersed camping spot. I just built a fire and I slap a rock on top of the fire. I'm like, all right, this rock is gonna get super hot and we're gonna cook ribs on it. So needless to say, we did not eat ribs that night. I tried, didn't feel good, was not tasty, tasted like raw ribs. And the reason for that is because I got so far ahead of myself in trying to go out and prep a dish that takes five, six, seven hours. And I was like, you know what, we got, we got this. I don't have the full story on it. I'm just gonna go with it. I'm just gonna put the ribs on the fire. 
And I think that sometimes we get so excited about these myopic things in fitness. You know what? I heard six meals a day. Hey, you know what? My friend just said his taquito is, is like he lost 25 pounds. Hey, you know, like this supplement, like whatever sub branch chain amino acids give me some great results. And we start getting focused on one thing, just the way I was with those ribs, not considering the overall implications of what you're, of what you're working with. So when you're talking about brown rice versus white rice, we talk about it like it's in a bubble, like it's the only thing we're going to eat that day. And I don't know about you, if, but if, you, if you've ever, I'd love to hear you chime in. Let me know. If you've ever just sat down with a big bowl of brown rice and nothing else and just munched away at it, have you done that? Let me know. Tell me. I'd be happy to hear that. Personally, I've never done that because that sounds horrible. I've never had a bowl of white rice with nothing else. I've never had a bowl of brown rice with nothing else. I always eat them with other things. And so when you add in other things to the mix, meats, beans, uh, vegetables, sauces, sour cream, salsa, anything like that, you're going to change the digestive properties and therefore the glycemic index. Glycemic index is simply um, based, is how fast something is going to digest based on how fibrous it is. So white rice gets a bad rap because its glycemic index is high. So it means that it digests faster, causes a bigger insulin and blood sugar spike. So people are like, uh-uh, we can't have that. But if you're having a Chipotle bowl with steak and, and sour cream, beans, and um, cheese on it, the, at the end of the day, the glycemic indexes of those bowls are not going to be terribly different whether you put brown rice or white rice. Now, I see this a lot in business, too. I help coach um, some, or some personal trainers to help take their businesses online. And what I see a lot, and this is something that was so true for me when I was first starting out, is I had to figure out what my logo was going to be. I had to figure it out. I went to different designers. I wrote it up myself. And then I was like, you know what? I got the logo down. Let's get some colors going. What are my branded colors? And I started just spending so much time. I think I spent a week or two weeks trying to figure out my logo, a banner image for my website, the color schematics, what I wanted my fonts to look like. All of these little myopic pieces of bullshit that held me back from putting out great high quality content that was applicable to the people I was trying to speak to. Because I couldn't figure out if I wanna do aerial or aerial narrow, it was so tough for me. And so what happens is when we live in this age of information and we have a big task in front of us, whether that's dropping 25 pounds of fat, building a business, building a muscle, you know, whatever, like if you're working on your business or your body, you're probably listening to this podcast if there's one of the two, then there's a big job in front of you, something big to do. And all of a sudden we see something that's like brown rice. That's the ticket. Six meals a day. That's the ticket. Drinking a, a, a green juice in the morning. That's the ticket. But it's not the ticket. It's not the thing that's going to move the needle in your business or your body. It's not going to give you what you want. Instead, we slog away day after day trying to learn WordPress so I can edit the HTML of my site myself like a big dummy trying to figure out how to change the font because it doesn't look exactly the way that I thought it should look before I started my website. When in reality, what I should have been doing is just putting something out there, write an article, publish it, do a video, put it out there, get on Facebook live and just say something about nutrition. You know, these are the things that are going to help me in my business. You know, the same way that not, not obsessing over the myopia of brown rice versus white rice, of six meals versus four meals, of steady state cardio versus intervals. 
if you're getting so bogged down in the details because there's so much readily available information, you're just costing yourself time and you're handicapping yourself. It's much better to shut the computer down, put your phone away, go for a walk. I hate running, but go for a jog. Go do something, go move yourself forward. And then once you've created some momentum, then we can dial in these little ticky tack things. Then we can talk more about what rice you should eat. Is black rice even a thing? Should it be, should it be partially semi-polished brown rice or should it be white grain, long grain rice or medium grain rice? Which by the way, medium grain rice, a little stickier than, than long grain, it's delicious. So when, you're, when, we start, when you start off a big project, it's easy to get sidetracked with shiny, shiny object syndrome, with getting mired down in the details. And I wanna give you encouragement right now, if this is you or if you've thought about this or if you've been in this place before, that your only solution is to move. The way out is always through. You've gotta move through that place. And the best thing you can possibly do is do something. Mind blown, right? Do something, do anything, move yourself forward. It, would, I, would I recommend that you go hop on an elliptical for an hour? No, but that's a good place to start. Start somewhere, let's go. And then as we can, we can start dialing these things in. Don't feel like you have to understand the whole picture, everything else, because there's so many nuances and like it depends and should it be push-ups or bench press and like all these answers could go either way and depending on who you're listening to and all of a sudden you wasted eight hours on YouTube and you don't know the answer still because there's no real answer. The answer is the discovery. The answer is the movement. The answer is moving forward and taking action. So think about this. The internet is this garbage can just filled with misinformation, pseudoscience, holistic lifestyle coaches that have read wheat belly and grain brain. And now this all of a sudden are giving give you advice on inflammation causing foods and they're qualified to dish out nutritional advice in line with their own philosophy. So think about like when we were talking about eggs, for instance, we talked about, we, there was big hullabaloo about eggs in like 2014. We're like, you know what eggs they say, this is bad for you as smoking. When in reality, there was a study done by some, some like breakfast cereal. They're trying, to, they're trying to get, they're be more up on breakfast cereals and down on eggs. It was like, I think it was like by from Kellogg or something like that. But they had put out a study that said, well, eggs correlated with heart disease, similar to smoking. And then, then some gung-ho researcher or article writer took that, took that one little piece of correlated, potentially correlated data and made a big stir on the internet about it and caused everyone to shit their pants about how bad eggs are for you. When in reality, eggs are fine for you. In fact, they're probably one of the best foods you could be eating. And even if they weren't, who cares? We got so lost in the details on that that we couldn't see the forest for the trees. So and depending on who you ask, grains, the same thing, inflammation causing cancer agents, you know, gluten, but then also they probably could probably be okay. A lot of people like the food pyramid has like, you want, they want like 12 servings of grain per day, you know? So like, don't get so lost in the exact details, especially based on like shock article headlines. Legumes have been shown to cause leaky gut syndrome. They got phytates in them. Same thing that's in brown rice, you'll see them. And then like we talk, like you talk about the, um, the paleo diet, which is down on nightshades, like peppers and tomatoes, because those things are gonna apparently sneak into your bedroom at night and sniff your underwear. And I don't, I don't actually know, I didn't read that article, but I, I'm assuming it. they said sniff your underwear, I'm not totally sure. 
So if you're, if you're like in a position like this, the, and you're just trying to do more and more and more research to figure out what is exactly the truth here, there's only one thing you're, that's going to happen to you and you're going to get more confused. You're going to get mired in the details and you're, unless you find a really, really reputable source that you can just basically trust everything they put out, you're going to be worse off than when you entered it. So I'm kidding about a lot of these things um, being so dramatically bad, right? But nightshades, grains, and eggs have all been extolled for being healthy on one side and also demonized for being super unhealthy on the other side. So who do you believe and how do you discern the information and how do you keep from getting lost in the details? So, so how do you, like what is the reasoning behind the white rice versus brown rice debate? Since that is what we're talking about, I haven't yet to uh, actually get in there. So basically the big thing is that white rice and brown rice, while they both fall into the shared category of rice, white rice is just brown rice that's had the husk polished off, which removes certain nutrients in it and fiber, which causes a lot of people to be super outraged, you know, over their second caramel macchiato, you know, pretty upset about that. Um, white rice haters often say two things. Number one, lack of vitamins and minerals that brown rice has, lack of fiber. And then number two, high glycemic index, means a blood, bigger blood sugar spike when you eat it. Both of these are totally true things, completely valid, scientifically proven. Also, they don't matter. Don't matter at all. There's not even, they're not even important. So like we said before, the fast digesting versus slow digesting, the glycemic index argument basically is irrelevant when you're talking about com the food combinations. Most of the time we're not eating a big bowl of rice and calling it a night. You know, we're, calling, we're combining it with meat, grabbing it with beans, vegetables, peanut butter, I don't know, chipotle, it's whatever you wanna do. This is due to the fact that rice is actually extremely delicious when eaten in conjunction with other foods. So here's the thing about brown rice though. I mean, it sounds like, it sounds like brown rice has got one in, the, one in the positive columns, white rice has got one in the negative column. You're like, okay, well, I still think brown rice could be better. Here's the thing, check this out. Brown rice has that fibrous husk around it that people are in love with allegedly. But the thing about that is that the brown rice husk still has phytates in it, which is phytic acid. It's classified as an anti-nutrient. The, the phytates essentially reduce your protein digestion and they bind to nutrients like calcium and stuff in your body and pull them out of your, your soft tissue or don't allow them to be absorbed from the food you're eating. I know, isn't that crazy? Isn't that, isn't that disgusting? Haven't we been lied to this entire time? Here's the thing though, that doesn't matter either. It totally doesn't matter that those have some phytates in them. It doesn't matter that some beans have similar things because at the end of the day, those play such a small part that if you were optimizing your body to the point where you're trying to win a Super Bowl and you're training 16 hours a day and you're getting as much as possible sleep, then okay, let's dial in your legume consumption a little bit. Let's only give you great Northern beans, no more pinto or black beans, no more phytates. But the chances are you need to drink more water and you need less processed food. And if that means eating more beans, then I'm all for it. Great job, keep it going. We can dial that stuff in a little bit later. For the mass, vast majority of us who just wanna look better, feel good, look great with our, our shirts off, it pretty much just, it just negates the other nutrients in the brown rice. So it's not, it doesn't matter at all. So brown rice and white rice are both fine. Stop overthinking everything. 
Because overthinking things and actually stressing about them and worrying about how many nutrients you're being sapped from your brown rice, that shit will kill you. That shit will actually end your life faster. So the bottom line here with the brown rice versus white rice debate is it doesn't matter. Pick the one you like better. You know, the thing about, about rice anyways, is that we just want to make sure that we're having it at the right time. So rice is actually, surprisingly enough, a carb. It's considered a carb. I know. So when you have your rice, you want to make sure that you're eating it at a time that serves your purpose, whether that's brown rice or whether that's white rice. The carbs that you eat, especially later in the day and post-workout, are going to give your body the ability to recover from your workouts, refuel your muscles with muscle glycogen to give you more energy for tomorrow's workout, and can actually help you sleep a little bit better if consumed at the proper time. So when it comes down to it, I'm actually going to prefer a white rice most of the time because I'm going to be eating that post-workout, and I would love a little bit more of a blood sugar spike than with the brown rice. Now, if someone's like, hey, I made you a... uh, a bowl with brown rice in it, am I going to be like, actually, no, I have white rice because it's glycemic index and it's post-workout? No, because it doesn't matter. But at the end of the day, I like white rice better. I'll eat more of it and enjoy it. So that's the one I, that I stay with. Okay. So really reminds me of, of a time when I was traveling with my wife. We were in Panama and we were out on this. We were out like looking around, trying to like explore the city, walking around Panama City. And we were talking to a group of people and they were like, okay, yeah, just make sure you avoid this one street because it's super dangerous. They're like a lot of bad stuff happens on the street. You definitely don't want to go there. It's extremely like, like the most dangerous street in Panama. And we were like, well, what, what kind of, what could possibly be going on on that street? So we had to go check it out, obviously. And here's the thing on that street, it was just a, just a Mercado, just a Mercado, just a, like a place where people were selling fruits and vegetables, selling stuff in baskets, just selling like a bunch of stuff. And yeah, it was busy, filled with local Panamanians just out shopping for their stuff, but there wasn't really anything dangerous about it. And the people that want you to be scared of white rice or tomatoes or eggs, those people either don't have your best interest in mind or don't know. These tourists that we were talking to that said never to go to the street, they didn't know. They had never been there. They couldn't say for a fact that the street was dangerous or not. They had heard about it. They had maybe heard it second or third hand about someone getting pickpocketed or something like that, but they didn't know the answer to that. So letting other people scare us with fear tactics and fear mongering and telling us this is off limits and this is all bad. And you can extrapolate this to whatever area of your life you know you want to. I think politics is kind of the hot thing right now. Not not my lane, so you can just enjoy that on your own. But when people have when people have an agenda to scare you in some form or fashion, whether it's a food or a or an activity or a lifestyle or something, and they're saying this is so bad and so scary, you gotta, you gotta wonder how would they, how do they know and what makes them able to give you. A, like a scary direction in your life to tell you, hey, you need to be afraid of this thing because tomatoes will fuck you up. Why is that? Why is that their job? And what's their agenda there? So just a couple of different thoughts. I know this was about brown rice versus white rice and it turned into a bit more of a esoteric discussion of, of shiny object syndrome. But I think this is important, more important perhaps than even understanding is white rice or brown rice the best rice? Because at the end of the day, if you, if you know that the way out is always through, 
action beats research and avoid people who want to make you feel a certain way, then you've got most of this covered anyways. The rest of it's just trial and error, ironing in the details, figuring it out. But the, the basis is always action. The basis is always moving forward. And try to do so without being terrified by someone else's imagination of what you should be scared of. So that's what I got for you guys today. Hopefully this has been an enjoyable episode. I know we went a little deeper on the mindset piece rather than just the nutritional aspects of rice. I would encourage you, actually, I have an article on white rice versus brown rice that you can actually dive a little bit deeper into. You just search, um, go to na-trainingsystems.com and search for white rice. You'll, it'll come up. But I actually have a, a chart on there of the exact nutrients in white rice and in brown rice. And you know what? It's crazy similar, aside from just like one or two different fiber like vitamin A pieces. So check that out. You could, like this is a this is actually comparing two nutritional labels, so you can trust it. They're from a rice manufacturer. You can hopefully trust what I'm saying on the podcast. Not maybe why you're listening to it. Other than that, I hope you're having a great day. Make sure you're a part of the Million Dollar Body Group on Facebook. Go to the uh, get to the group by going to n8trainingsystems.com/group. That'll get you in there, and I'll tag you in some awesome content. I hope you're having an amazing day. I will talk to you very soon. Make sure to check out our podcast, like it, subscribe it, you know, do other things to it as well. Tell your friends, text your grandma, all of it. I'll see you soon.